This episode of It's Super Effective is brought to you by Laser Time. Laser Time is a pop culture podcast that covers a variety of subjects such as bad accents in films, shame songs, Simpsons trivia, and many more. They also have sister shows covering wrestling called Cheap Popcast, comics called Cape Crisis, and video game music VGM Pyre, which dedicated a whole month of music to Pokemon. So head over to lasertimepodcast.com to check out the Laser Time Podcast and all the other podcasts there. So many podcasts to listen to on lasertimepodcast.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 176th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ, and with me today, I have Logan. Hey, everybody. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. It has been a while. It's been like a couple weeks, maybe like two months. I I mean, I don't know. I don't keep track of this stuff. (laughs) You've been on like a handful of times, more than five, I think. Yeah, it's... That's getting up to where I can't count it anymore because I don't have enough fingers left. So, <laughs> double digits. <laughs> All right, and then we have uh, we have uh, a returning guest, although you weren't able to hear him the first time because we lost the recording. <laughs> uh, but we have all the way from Australia. We have Sean with us today, who is a Kickstarter backer. Hey, what up? Uh, <laughs> glad to be on the show again. Again, yeah, I'm getting my money's worth. <laughs> right. That's right. I still have that first episode. It, it, I didn't lose it. It just sounds really bad. I'm not sure what happened. But this time we're we're playing it safe. We got two different things recording, so we should be good. Really, he's got you know you got like a like a one episode to kind of practice, get ready, and feel the experience. And now you got a real deal thing. You, it's like double your what your money. You know. <laughs> That's it. I'm, I'm a veteran now. That's right. <laughs> You'll find me at the back of some cave with like level eighty Pokemon. We all find. <laughs> and Sh- Sean's sweet accent uh, means he's from Australia. Yeah, I'm all the way down here, right now in the morning when uh, we're, we're we're recording this. Yes, yeah. Uh, uh, this is uh, we're recording. Uh, Logan and I are recording on a Monday night. Actually, the the day after we recorded one seventy five. <laughs> so this will be our our Fourth of July episode. So hopefully. There was some Pokemon news today. Hopefully no new Pokemon news comes out between Tuesday and <laughs> Saturday. What if, like, next gen is announced on the 3rd or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the main reason we're recording tonight is uh, for Sean to be on, mostly, but then also so, like, I can have the weekend off to have, like, somewhat of a holiday. So kind of killing two birds with one stone here. Yeah, rather than having to try and record two episodes over the weekend, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean, a couple questions before we dive into things, because this is the first time our listeners are hearing your voice. But uh, So you're from Australia. When did uh, when did you start listening to It's Super Effective? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so you guys followed me uh, on Twitter 
about eight months ago, nine months ago now, uh, I just had a look at what you guys are doing, seemed to be alright, uh, and then started listening from the start, as uh, what ill-advised as it is, uh, <laughs> from the start, listened to Will, uh, just you talk for about two hours there by yourself for the first few episodes, and then, uh, yeah, caught up, and decided to kickstart it when uh, you launched the Kickstarter. That's so, awesome. yeah, I've, I've been up to date ever since. Yeah, the dark the dark ages. It's almost five years ago now I recorded those early episodes. Wow. You got a legacy. <laughs> the Pokemon podcast legacy. <laughs> so so you discovered the show because we followed you. We, uh, from time to time, I have t- Twitter algorithms set up to like follow uh, active Pokemon people if they're following other Pokemon accounts. Because if you're following other Pokemon accounts, you're probably pretty into Pokemon. So that's kind of... Um, it's kind of how I find certain people on Twitter and try to connect with people. Um, Sean, what is, uh, what's your favorite Pokemon? Uh, I've got a few, you know, one from each generation and such, but, uh, I'd probably say my all time favorite would probably be the, uh, Cyndaquil line, probably Typhlosion. Hmm. Typhlosion's a cool one. Yeah. Foreshadowing for Pokemon of the Week, since this is a new thing with Kickstarter. <laughs> no, no, we're gonna use a completely different Pokemon. <laughs> no um, spoilers. I didn't pull up a move set for Typhlosion, but I think you had a move set from last time. Yeah, that's right. I got this covered. Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> the ball. Bringing it, bringing in the reins here. Uh, that's it. What, uh, Sean, what's your uh, what's your favorite Pokemon game? Probably Emerald. As Emerald. Uh, as little people say that as they can, uh, yeah, probably Emerald, because post-game in it is actually amazing. Between Battle Frontier and all the breeding contests, mm-hmm. blocks were awesome. Uh, yeah. Trying to, get, trying to get yourself a melodic was impossible back then. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Mm, Such a bold choice. Yeah. Emerald. Yeah. What was your what was your first when did you start playing Pokemon? What was it red blue or was it after that? Um I think gold and silver had come out, but I was just a little little child at that point. So I think I I did start with red and uh I think I got blue and yellow. Yeah, I definitely started with them and then moved my way on and then kept playing. I haven't awesome. missed one since. Yeah. It was a good time to be a kid. Yellow came out pretty shortly after red and blue, and then mm-hmm. right into gold and silver. It was a good time to be a kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, we have a pretty exciting show for you guys. Not a lot of news. Of, we just recorded just uh, just yesterday here, so we got a little bit of news, maybe some recaps, some reminders, since we are publishing the show just a couple days later. So hopefully uh, it doesn't seem too repetitive then. Then after some news, we have uh, some extreme speed to run down with Sean. Uh, our middle segment uh, will be some speculation for Gen 7, if we ever do get Gen 7, but I think I think that'll come to us one day. <laughs> and then uh, we do have a Pokemon of the, or Item of the Week and Pokemon of the Week. We've already kind of spoiled that for you, but uh, no worries, because if, if you're used to the show, then you're probably going to stick through the whole thing, we would hope. Um, so before we jump into news, uh, 
Logan, how was your weekend? Anything exciting? I'm sure you're going to bring up Splatoon. Uh, well, yeah, Splatoon was great. <laughs> Splatoon is super great. Have you, have you not been playing it a bunch there, Steve? Uh, I dropped off uh, for a while. I actually dropped off of uh, Destiny as well. Um, I haven't played really any video games recently. My sister's wedding was this past week, so it was a lot of mm-hmm. stuff for that. And then the week before was a lot of work stuff. So, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, my my weekend was actually pretty pretty chilled out. Um, so I played a little bit of Splatoon. I, I normally keep it to about like a half hour a night on Splatoon because it gets kind of like, you know, if you don't if you don't play like four hours after what you are playing, then you're just playing the same two maps over and over. So mm-hmm. so I keep it to about a half hour, but it's super fun. And I'm B rank and in, in ranked mode. Feel pretty proud of that. And I can pretty regularly get a thousand points in the not ranked mode, so I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Also, have the best sh- shoes known to man, except for those gold shoes. <laughs> but it's okay. Never take <clears throat> those gold shoes away from me. <laughs> They're pretty good for um for like the roller because it makes you run faster. So yeah, but, yeah. but I'm normally I'm normally using an aero spray. So. But I found out today that Roller is really awesome for a ranked play. Yeah, I feel like all the good Roller people are really good at, uh, like, just jumping up and down. Yeah. I So I don't play with motion controls, and every time I see somebody jumping up and down, I'm like, they are using motion controls, and I can't Is that how they're doing it? Well, yeah, because you don't have to have your hand on the other stick, so you can constantly press X. And it it definitely gives you an advantage because it's harder to hit a moving target. Yeah, Um, okay. I, so, I just don't like, uh, don't care for the motion controls. Yeah, me either. I mean, I've I've heard a lot of people say that they're better, but I've given them lots of tries, and it's just not my jam. But oh well. <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of my weekend. That's awesome, Sean. Anything exciting for you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I uh, play World of Warcraft, and they just released a new major patch, uh, and my guild is now four out of thirteen. Uh, for killing the new bosses for the new raid, so good times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I would totally play World of Warcraft if I had time. Yeah, that's the major issue. <laughs> I I keep telling myself that like when I retire, I'm gonna like experience all of these games that I don't have time to play, like World of Warcraft. But of course, that's completely false because it'll be a long time from now, and nobody will remember what that is. <laughs> uh, I mean. I, <laughs> We only raid, I think, three hours a night, three times a week. That's a lot. I mean, it's a, that yeah, is I a mean, huge commitment. That's nine hours. <laughs> yeah, but you it's like only before three hours a night, three times a week. Well, okay, comparatively to the major guilds that get world first and stuff, they they raid like four hours a night every night of the week. Yeah, that's oh, true. Man. Um, that is an actual but, job. Like, do they know that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those guys get invited to like BlizzCon and stuff, so <laughs> you know it, it has its it has its benefits. But yeah, I mean, yeah, nine hours a week it's almost a part time job. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Hmm. I I lied a little bit earlier and said I haven't really been playing Pokemon games. I've been still playing uh, at least five to ten games of Pokemon Shuffle a day. <laughs> you know, with that announcement, I don't know if the, we're like bleeding into news now, but. Now that it's coming to a phone, I might actually play that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's just uh let's just jump right into the news here. 
they had the press release right in front of me. Uh, Pokemon Company International announced today that Pokemon Shuffle, it's called Pokemon Shuffle Mobile, is currently in development for mobile devices and will launch later this year. Pokemon Shuffle Mobile is a new mobile game where players will battle wild Pokemon with their wits and puzzle-solving skills. By matching three or more Pokemon, players can deal damage uh, and whittle down their opponents. Fans can even battle through difficult stages using Mega Evolved Pokemon, Pokemon Shuffle, or the Nintendo 3DS uh, Family has been on systems and downloaded more than 4.5 million times in the Nintendo eShop. Uh, Pokemon Shuffle Mobile will be downloadable at no charge on both the Apple App Store and Google Play. And uh, the Pokemon Company International has published and launched several successful apps. They say successful, uh, including <laughs> Pokemon TCG Online, which I think is only iPad. Um, Pokemon yeah, you can't get it on phones. What was that? You can't get it on phones. Uh, Pokemon TV, Pokemon Jukebox, Pokedex for iOS, and Camp Pokemon. Hmm. So this uh, how many, how many millions of downloads did you say? Uh, Four point five million. That makes it the ninth best-selling 3DS title, or the ninth most like owned on a 3DS. Because this list is like Pokemon X and Y is on it, and uh, it's on it's Wikipedia. I just Wikipedia the uh, list of best-selling Nintendo 3DS video games and. 4.5 million is actually greater than like Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, and that's kind of the best one, so good for them. <laughs> I guess they, they have an advantage of uh, it being technically free to play. Right. But that's that's still pretty awesome that for not being like a main series Pokemon game or something that people are still interested in it. Right. Um, Sean, I can't remember if I if on the last podcast you were on, if I asked you if you played or not. Yeah, you, you asked me. Because you were just starting your uh, Pokemon Shuffle hype train that has been going ever since. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I dabbled with it since then. Uh, I've not super far into it, but yeah, I've, I've, I've played it. I'm probably more excited about the mobile version. Yeah. Is yeah, that just because really... you, you would rather play that kind of game on your phone? The more convenient, or like, do you not take your 3DS anywhere? I'm just curious of of the interest of why a mobile device would be more appealing than the 3DS. Uh, yeah, predominantly just because I don't really carry my 3DS around on me. Yeah, my phone is always in my pocket. Okay. So. What he's saying is that he doesn't carry to poop with him. He doesn't carry his 3DS to poop with him, <laughs> but he does carry his phone. Uh, I, I do, but that, that's purely main game. so for me um like the phone can like buzz when i've got my hearts fully charged and like you know tell me that it's it's like okay you're ready to play some more pokemon shuffle and it's much quicker to change a game in your phone than it is to change a game in the 3ds and i like if i'm playing a game on the 3ds I, i like to keep it in sleep mode and like open it up for that and i don't want that i don't i want Pokemon Shuffle to be my fill-in game, not my main game that I'm playing. Does that make yeah. sense? No, that totally does. Yeah, I guess, I, I mean, I, lo- I look at it uh, that, like, my I stopped taking my 3DS places because the I, I, the I there were a bunch of people I worked with that uh, had a 3DS, and they either stopped bringing their 3DS in or they no longer work at my job. So I stopped bringing my 3DS to work. Mm-hmm. So literally my 3DS just sits on uh, my bedside table, and... Uh, charges and when I wake up, I play Pokemon Shuffle because it's in standby mode. And then when I go to bed, I play Pokemon Shuffle because it's just in standby mode charging. And I haven't 
played any other 3DS games, so I have no reason to switch. But like the points you guys made about um, the convenience of mobile obviously makes sense. It just like hurts me because I don't know if I can go through Pokemon Shuffle again since I've already <laughs> put so much time into it. Yeah, that I I. I'm wondering if they're going to have some kind of thing where you can like transfer your game or something. I, I doubt it, but it could be possible. But yeah. yeah, if you've, I mean, you've got so much stuff and like even like the special stuff, like the Lucario Knight or whatever, <clears throat> and that's not going to transfer over. Uh, yeah, I don't see a reason why he would want to play it on mobile after you've played it. Have, did you spend any money on it? Uh, no, no, I haven't. I, I've, I've, I've been close, but uh, when you do like the competitions and when you beat the Mega Pokemon, you get gems, and I would always save my gems for the most amount of coins, which I think is like forty-two thousand coins or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I just save those coins for events that will guarantee me like Mega Stones or more coins or stuff. Um, yeah, I, like when I was playing it, I felt like the game was almost like like the goal was to not spend money. You felt like you were. Like some, I feel like some in-app purchases are, are structured kind of wrong in that way. That like it feels like I'm beating the game if I don't have to make money and I'm still experiencing features. So, yeah, I, I don't. I, I mean, like who who on the show has has actually spent any money on it? I, I don't think anybody spent any money on this game. I don't think so either. I mean, there are definitely. I don't think the game is set up like a where. It, forces you to spend money but there are definitely stages where it forces you to spend coins Mm. but i think the game is pretty generous of giving coins especially if you like play an old level you'll get like 30 coins or if you do like the daily pokemon challenge you get 200 coins i i'm just wondering if it's like actually like i would like to see if it's actually profitable for them like if a lot of people are buying into it oh like how much money it actually made i i assume with 4.5 million do- downloads, even if there are like a thousand people that are <laughs> spending a ton of money, that makes up for the people who are not. Yeah, that's. I mean, that that's the usual mobile model where your five percent of your users are going to be like ninety percent of your profit. Right. Right. Exactly. I guess like I'm just a fan of like coin doublers or whatever, where you know like you pay like three dollars, and then from then on the coins are doubled and. And maybe make the game harder if you if you don't have that. I I don't know. I've I have complicated feelings about mobile payment structures. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that. Since yesterday there was a and piggybacking off Pokemon Shuffle, there was a new event Pokemon. Mm. Uh, so right now, uh, Mega Manetric is available for the first time. Um, so you can get Manetric normally from the Safari Zone, which runs for another week. But by the time you hear this podcast, it's probably only going to run for another one to two days. Uh, Mega Manetric uh, started on June 29th. It will go to July 6th. Uh, this is the first time where it actually has different rewards based on um, where you place. Uh, so normally, and this might speak to the the player base too. So when Mega Lucario first came out, uh, the prize was a Lucario Knight. And that was for the top 20,000 people in um, America. And Mega Blastoise, which was the last uh, event Pokemon, was the top 30,000 people. So it looks like they increased that threshold a bit, uh, which is nice because obviously the player base has grown. Um, But Mega Manetric, so you can get the Manetric Knight, uh, is going to be the top 40,000 people. Hmm. But if you're uh, the top 20,000 people, you're going to get a Manetric Knight. 
right? <laughs> oh, tongue twister. Uh, plus a mega start. And uh, if you're top 6,000 people, you're going to get the Manectrike and the and a mega speed up, which I'm not sure what the difference between mega start and mega speed up. Oh, mega start is... Uh, Mega start is when you spend 2,000 coins and your mega Pokemon's ready to go on turn one. Uh, mega speed up is like a rare candy that you give to a mega Pokemon and it just it stays with them forever and it just makes them mega evolve faster than normal. Oh, wow. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. So like Mega yeah. Lucario can hold four mega speed ups and I gave my mega Lucario one and so like he pretty much megas in like one less move. Oh, okay. So it's just they just get to their mega quicker. See, like every every time I hear you guys talk about Pokemon Shuffle, it makes me so pumped to play it. And then I get on there, and all I want to do is this little management sim of like putting candies into my Pokemon, and I don't actually want to play a match three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Victini so. is probably like the best thing that happened to Pokemon Shuffle because most uh, most experience that you get from like a match ranges from like i don't know like 10 to 50 experience points and Mm -hmm. victini will give you 400 experience points just for completing it and it and it only appears on um saturdays that's good it makes it definitely makes you want to play on saturday right so if you have like if you just caught like a brand new level one pokemon like i just caught um shaman and it was uh-huh. like, uh, like I have better grass Pokemon than Shaman, but I know if I put effort into Shaman, he would be better than these grass Pokemon. Yeah. So I just brought Shaman into Victini, and he jumped from level one to level four just by beating Victini once. That's awesome. So what's the max level of Pokemon? Ten. Ten is the ten. Max level. Okay. Wow. So one to four. That's like half, almost halfway. Yeah. Um. Though, like eight, nine, and ten are like real grinds, though. Obviously, because just like any RPG, more experience right. needed. Huh. Man, it just like everything about it sounds awesome, except for a match three. I just... <laughs> <laughs> it's but, it's like cool. I mean, I like it because I like Pokemon, and I like it because it's easy to do in the morning and at night. Yeah, I think I I think it'll be night and day when it's on mobile, because um, I'll, I'll just be much more apt to play it. The, speaking of that, like, do you? This is this is kind of a big step. Um, I feel like, I mean, they, they've had other things. We were talking about it earlier before we started that Nintendo has put other games on mobile, like Pokemon Land or whatever. What was that one? Pokemon uh, Camp? Pokemon Camp. Camp Pokemon, yeah. And so that, like, but that, you couldn't really catch them all, and it was intended for, like, very young uh, trainers. And this one is, like, you can catch, I'm assuming, eventually, you'll be able to catch every single Pokemon. And I that hasn't been a thing on mobile before and it's like a payment structure and I guess they've sort of done it with um, Pokemon TCG but not on like a phone right is Pokemon TCG just on a phone or do you have to have a tablet yeah it's only on tablet okay so this is this seems like a big step to me and I I don't know I'd be curious to see if they're going to change the payment structure or I I feel like it's going to be a ton more users than than the 4.5 million and and 4.5 million is still great for the the 3ds it's just i think they're gonna like some see some explosive stuff on the when it hits the actual app store and stuff yeah i'm sure yeah i'm sure there will be a big event for 5 million downloads and i'm sure there will probably be some cross promotion like um because pokemon shuffle lets you enter download codes to get you stuff 
Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there'll be cross promotion for that. Like, uh, with, if you have Pokemon Shuffle on 3DS, enter this download code and get like a free Mega Start or something. And hmm. vice versa, like, enter a download code on the iOS to get, you know, f- free two gems or something. Yeah. Hmm. But I'll it be- would be really, I'm, I'm not, I'm not holding my breath, but it would be really cool if somehow the 3DS version and the iOS version can, um, somehow connect in some way everybody you know like nx was like the the next nintendo system was like whispered about at last e3 or whatever but i i feel like everybody's thinking it's going to be a unified platform and if they're moving towards that this is a great first step right so like i don't know if it's i don't know if it's that far-fetched the pokemon (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, but they said later this year, so I don't. I feel like if it was soon, they would have more of a like a specific date. But this kind of seems like like maybe like an October, November kind of thing. Mm. Hmm. It would. I think it would behoove them to get it out as soon as possible. Right. It seems, seems like it wouldn't take that much, right? I don't know. Yeah, you would think. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, they they've made games. For iOS and Android before, so it's not like it's something completely new to them. Right, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Well, uh, moving on with news, uh, Pokemon Shuffle Mobile was uh, only one of two smartphone applications announced today. There was a uh, an app coming for Japan only called uh, Pokemon Band, uh, which is uh, going to be available uh, for free on iOS and Android, and it is a rhythm-based game. Uh, players will take control of d- uh, different Pokemon and tasks with the ability to dance along the beat by tapping musical notes. As uh, the musical notes fly over Pokemon's heads, tracks that are included are from the movie's main theme song, um, some Japanese movie. Uh, there are other modes available, but the overall goal is to collect berries by tapping notes in perfect rhythm. And these can use these can be used to summon Hoopa, uh, who will use a portal to unlock more Pokemon for you to use. Huh. And then it says, Pokemon Band will initially provide you with Halucha, Pancham, Pikachu, and Chespin, and more will be added over time. Any game with Halucha in it, it's a game for me. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so yeah, this is only coming. This is only announced for Japan, uh, and it, it's going to launch the same day as the Hoopa movie will launch in Japan. Hmm. So I'm curious okay. if uh, if we get the Hoopa movie, whether that's on like a limited movie theater release or um, just like straight to DVD. If that if uh, an iOS game or Android game is going to coincide with it. Yeah. Hmm. No. I'm I'm super excited to see all this stuff come into the phone, <laughs> and like Nintendo's just working on other apps too. I I want them all to come out. So I hope that we get this. I hope we get. I mean, I, I don't guess I care about the Hoopa movie, but I want to get a Hoopa. <laughs> yeah, there still but... hasn't been any like announcement of if we're gonna get an event for it, right? Yeah, nothing yet. Mm. Well. I still love that they're still riding the uh, XY type train. <laughs> you said it in Pokemon Band, they've only got Jasmine Holocha, like all the like main 
Gen 6 Pokemon. Yeah. yeah Pen- Pen- like, they just released IS for all the people that were like, Gen 3 confirmed for the past five years. <laughs> like, okay, here you go. Here's the game. Now back to Gen 6. <laughs> well, it does seem like they... I mean, I, I liked it, but every, everybody's opinion seems like they kind of phoned it in on... Uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, right? So maybe they are still like. I'm curious. Thing. Just because mm-hmm. this is like a, obviously a Japan only mobile game. If maybe like, just Gen Six did was just like those Pokemon were just very popular in Japan, like Halucha, Pancham, Chespin. Whereas, like maybe it was just America screaming for a Gen Three remake. Uh, I wouldn't have said that. Pancham was one of the major Pokemon from Gen 6 anyway. Unless it's just Japan that really likes it. I don't know. Yeah. It's a different culture over there for sure. Maybe we've got to ask uh, our resident Japan expert, Andrew, what, what's up with Japan and if uh, Japan was screaming for a Gen 3 remake as loud as America was. Hmm. I mean, it was yeah, pretty formulaic. Yeah. I was just going to say, it definitely seems like Things that they do in general, I mean, as of late, uh, it's been pretty good as far as event going worldwide. In general, Japan stuff really appeals to them, from what I've heard. Because <laughs> they get like, oh, you can have a level 100 golden Magikarp. Japan only, it's like, well, I guess I didn't really want a Magikarp anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and so, I don't know. I don't know, I like a level 100 Magikarp. I wouldn't Not say yet. no. Who wouldn't? But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I feel like some of the events... I mean, again, not all of them, because they do end up a lot of the times going worldwide. But some of the events that they do leave as Japan only do seem to appeal to a Japanese audience. It's an interesting environment. Well, we'll let, we'll let our listeners ponder about that. Ponder <laughs> about Japan's weird culture and uh when we come back uh we'll we'll talk about some possible gen 7 speculation not that we know anything but we like we got to talk about something guys uh so uh we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back And we are back from our break to talk to you guys about Gen 7. Is that the thing? Well, let's do Extreme Speed first, actually. Oh. Okay. We'll knock that out of the way. Extreme Speed. (laughs) Extreme Speed streams. This weekend only. (laughs) Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All right, so I have uh, 15 or so questions that I'm going to ask Sean here. And uh, Sean's going to pick either answer A or answer B, and then he's... He's supposed to give a, well, like a one sentence reason of why he picked that, and uh, then I'll cut and edit it and add some music, make it somewhat enjoyable to listen to, <laughs> and we'll go over there. Uh, so, Sean, are you uh, ready? Yeah, and any uh, any answers I don't like, I'll just say Logan. <laughs> <laughs> tag, tag me in. Tag, it. Phone a friend. Uh, all right, so here we go. Uh, first one, Mega Manetric or Mega Pinsir? Mega Manetric. Mega Pinsir looks kind of weird. 
That's the right answer. Uh, all right, Mega Venusaur or Mega Swampert? Oh, Mega Swampert. He's been going to the gym for ten years now. And always misses leg day. That's it. Uh, Pokemon X and Y or Pokemon Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire? I gotta say X and Y. Just... But Emerald's your favorite. That was like the Emerald. one you're you're the shoe in for saying. Yeah, no, I know that, but I still they didn't add in Battle Frontier. They didn't add in. I mean. Oh um, uh, yeah, these are valid Post game, post game for Oris is good. But it's not as good. Right. <laughs> X and Y just had a lot more. Yeah. All right. It's all right. True. Well, what about this? What about this? Black, black and white, or diamond and pearl? Black and white. Mmm. Because well, okay. So when you guys went through your oh, I didn't play any of Gen Three phase. That hit <laughs> me in Gen Four. Oh, okay. So, I played through Diamond and Pearl, I didn't play Platinum, and I didn't really play much of them after I finished, like, I just beat the Elite Four and done, and I was done with them. So, yeah, black and white. Alright, what about, um, your choices between Ninetales or Huntail? Ninetail. Huntail's wow. gross. <laughs> Alright, well, Huntail's <laughs> gross. Done. Next question. <laughs> Fairy type or ice type? Uh, ice type doesn't get enough love. Right. Ice type is great. Yeah, right. I mean, Cub, Cub ice type gets destroyed by about eight different types, so yeah, ice type. Alright, uh, fire type or electric type? Fire. Gotta go fire. Arcanine is my close second behind Typhlosion. He was a legendary dog before it was cool. Exactly. <laughs> um, so steel type or water type? Ooh. I'm gonna go Empoleon, the steel water type. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Sean, are you a morning person or a night person? Oh, definitely a night person. So if we wanted to catch you, we would have to do it between the hours of 8 and 8. Yeah. <laughs> well, for you guys, it would be between the hours of 8 and 8. Yeah, but the other one. Yeah, I got exactly. you. <laughs> All right, you got two items between uh, an assault vest or a choice scarf. Choice? Oh. Mm -hmm. Is that more speed? Yeah, it's more speed. Yeah, it's more speed. Uh, triple battles or horde battles? Triple battles are way more fun, but you mm -hmm. don't get to do as many in the wild, I guess. Yeah. Horde battles are only good for killing all the shiny Pokemon that I meet ever. Yeah. Or <laughs> IV grinding. Uh, EV yeah, I've Eevee ground a shiny um, Zangoose, I've Eevee ground a shiny Banette, and I've Eevee ground a shiny Kecleon, so that's my life. <laughs> sound appealing. It's... Oh, I have a Tyranitar with Earthquake Pokeross that I just used for Eevee grinding. Hmm. I, I want to be clear that I, when I said I ground them, I mean I ground them up into dust. Like I saw, I saw them too late after I had pressed attack. <laughs> Speaking of ground, uh, hamburgers or hot dogs? <laughs> Speaking of ground, I don't get the American hamburgers or hot dogs. So, uh, Australian hot dogs? Yes. What's an Australian hot dog? Oh no! In comparison, like you guys get like. Oh, I'm gonna put like two patty beef patties in here, more bacon, lettuce, throw it in there, ketchup, mustard. Like you guys get some pretty deluxe hamburgers over here. We get like I don't know, 
No more cheeseburger. <laughs> but, you, should uh, really, you should really try it with all that stuff, though. It's good. Right. Well, when I come to America, I suppose I will. All right. You don't have tomatoes there? <laughs> Not the point. <laughs> we don't have American restaurants here. Uh, you guys right. say Wendy's, and we say Wendy's gives us hot dogs. Oh. Huh. Just hot dogs. That's it? Yeah, no, Wendy's is like a fast food, or not, like a small shop, rather than like an actual restaurant. But it seriously only gives you hot dogs? That's it? Yeah, um, they do birthday cakes and stuff, but yeah. Are you <laughs> kind of Wendy's? <laughs> 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 Please tell me all this is real. This is like, yeah. Wendy's this is like the funniest and slowest and extreme speed ever. <laughs> oh, this, is, this is important, Steve. Uh, we'll we'll, go, we'll go into more of the uh, Wendy's discussion after. I'm three. tweeting this right now. This is important. <laughs> single, single battles or doubles? I, I, single battles. I prefer 66. Alright. Uh, Canada or Greenland? I go my friends in uh, Canada over there. Right. British rule hype. Alright. Uh... Which do you prefer, the uh, the anime, the television show, or uh, the Pokemon movies? Oh, Pokemon 2000 and Pokemon like all the Mewtwo movies are awesome. So yeah, Mew movies. Okay, and uh, finally, Cleffa or Pichu? What? What? My my hair okay? Yeah, Dude? it's. Did you like whisper your answer? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, my Pichu. All right, Pichu every day. All right. <laughs> Say it with confidence, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Say it with confidence. I didn't want to anger all the Cleffa uh, lovers. Uh, all right, Pichu. All right, that is that is our our episode of Extreme Speed. There's nothing extreme about it. That was the best episode. Right, it was extreme. There was no speed. Yes, <laughs> that's fair. All extreme, no speed. All extreme, no speed. Okay, let's get back to the real conversation. What's <laughs> wrong with your Wendy's? <laughs> I don't know. I, when I, for you know, the first 15, 16 years of my life, I didn't even know you guys had a Wendy's. <laughs> then I see it on some movies and shit. I'm like, and Bulbasaur. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh,. But yeah, and so I see you guys have Wendy's actual restaurants. I'm like, what are the hot dogs like there? <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's. But, uh, yeah, I'm gonna blow so your mind right now. If I went Australia, to a Wendy's, Wendy's only do hot dogs and birthday cakes. Yeah, but you can order birthday cakes from them. If you want like ice cream sorry, birthday cakes okay. or like mud cakes or red velvet cakes or any you know. This is yeah. so fascinating to me. Okay, if if I went into a Wendy's, any Wendy's in America, and I was like, can I get a hot dog? They would probably laugh and say we don't serve hot dogs. But if I asked for a birthday cake, they would give me, they would look at me like I was from Mars. <laughs> 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 okay, wait, wait. Does, does, your, does your Wendy's have Frosties? Like the, the, sh the, the, like the milkshakes? No. It's a, it's a, Frost, frosted dairy dessert. It's, it's isn't, like not. Isn't that Logan? Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it like that that like the staple of Wendy's? Isn't that it's what like they're their known thing. for? Is the frosties? Yeah, that and the the square hamburgers. 
No, we we I mean they do milkshakes and thick shakes and all sorts of weird and wonderful stuff, but <laughs> they do not do frosties. What? I really want to eat in an Australian Wendy's. Yeah, I, so do I. You don't you don't eat in an Australian Wendy's. You just get your hot dog and leave. <laughs> like that in the, <laughs> it's becoming like more questions the more yeah, you talk about it. This this labyrinth goes ever deeper. <laughs> who, need, who needs Gen Seven? We've got Wendy's. <laughs> Screw Gen 7 speculations. We need to figure <laughs> out the mystery of Australian Wendy's. It's it's got to be like a completely different franchise, right? Like it's it's just it just can't be related. They can't You'd be related. You have to assume because yeah. From, from yeah, from everything I've seen, it cuz I've you know, I've looked at their logos and stuff and they're completely different and obviously everything they do is completely different, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's the important bit. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Huh. Wow. So what do you guys think about Gen 7? <laughs> I don't know if we can top that right now. <laughs> Absolutely not. There's no way. I don't think you could top that on, in your show ever yeah, again. That's rough. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we can have to talk about Gen 7. It doesn't have to be long, of course, because we have all year to talk about Gen 7. Yeah, well, that's it. Um, so what what anniversary is it coming up on the twentieth? Yeah, so next uh, 2016 will be the twentieth anniversary. So I feel like they do a proper like red and blue remake, or maybe red and green. I or don't know. maybe all three if they really want to cash in the money, right? Yeah, yeah. Have a like a a Squirtle edition and a Bulbasaur edition and a Charmander edition. Right. Yeah. That's what. I think that would be really cool, even though it would be three separate games. But, I mean, either you, you buy both or you don't. What if they go, like, crazy and they give you, like, those three and then a Pikachu edition and an Eevee edition and there's, like, five <laughs> separate? <laughs> that would be really intense. So I feel, I feel like if they did all three games, that you would get people who only buy one version or you get people who buy all three versions. You're, you're probably not going to get anyone that just buys two versions. Right. So really... Hey, I only got blue and yellow. <laughs> yeah, but if you if you would have got if you would have got just oh yeah if if I was, if I had the option of getting all three I would have gotten all three right. But if you would have got like blue before yellow came out and you were waiting on yellow, you might have gotten red and then got yellow. Yeah, sure. So my my yeah. assumption with Gen Seven is it's going to launch with some sort of amiibo something. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and I would, I would, I would safely assume that it would be the the cards like Animal Crossing and not the figures because that's I, just... I think they'd be they'd be really silly not to have integration with the card game. Like, just release a set of the card game that has amiibo support. Like, the, some of the rare cards have can can also work as amiibo. Well, um, I would assume that. Um... The amiibo cards are a little bit thicker, and so that would, if you have mm. those in like a deck. Yeah, you, you're probably right. But well, maybe there's inserts in the uh, in the packs or something. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to make Nintendo have Hopefully. ideas that cost us all lots of money. Right. We're also <laughs> talking about over 700 cards here. Like, well, I mean, I, I think mean, it'd probably take them forever to release them. Right? They wouldn't release them all at the same time, would they? I don't know. Might. Twentieth <laughs> year anniversary. Come on. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, well, just looking at the Wikipedia page for 
buy red and leaf green because they were the re-releases of red and green. That was done in 2004. So, mm. Yeah. As far as, really hit, as, as hitting their anniversary timings, they're not quite right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, they're not... They're not completely right, but at the same time, uh, they celebrated their 10th anniversary in 2006. So you just kind of go off that. What did they? What did they do for that? I don't remember what that was. I don't think it was anything that exciting. I think it was more like Japan-focused stuff. Mm. Like I think they opened up a new Pokemon Center in Japan during that okay. time. Huh. So maybe, maybe it's not a remake of the originals. I mean, they've already. They sort of got the formula down, right? Where they they release an actually new game, and then a year or two later, they release the next one of the remakes. So it would be some new thing, like Stars and Space <laughs> versions, and then they release the Diamond and Pearl remakes or something. Right, well, right. Diamond and Pearl came out in 2006. Yeah, right. that wasn't a good 10th anniversary. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, I, I would I would assume that Pokemon Z or X X X Y or X two Y two whatever they're gonna call it. I'm assuming that's the next game, right? I want, I want it to be X two Y two. I want it to be X X X Y, like like it's gendered, <laughs> like chromosomes. It'd be X X X Y. Pokemon X X X Y. You have the boy version and the girl version. Mm-hmm. Would it would it be would it be appealing at all to go back through? Uh, why can't I even think of the region? Kalos. Um, I, I mean, no, because you'd have Lumio City, which is terrible. Is that that's yeah. the one, right? That's like the big horrible yeah. town. You what can, if they redesigned it though? Then I'd be fine. I'd be fine with it. And I guess I'm still fine with it if I just have to pay the cabs. Honestly, I'd be okay. Yeah, but why everyone uses Lumio City to hatch all their eggs anyway? Oh, because they went in a circle. Yeah. Mm. Because oh, because point underneath your 3ds stick and just let it go for an hour. <laughs> so many people broke their 3ds sticks. For that. Yeah, I saw all the <laughs> tweets and stuff about that. And I was like, huh, I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> I, I just looked at my 3ds. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so so we have we have three options. We can either get a remake of Red and Blue or Green, whatever version you care for. Red, Blue, Green, and Yellow. Red, Blue, Green, and Yellow. Four games. And White for Eevee. <laughs> or uh, Gen 7, which would be New Pokemon, New Region, or the sequel to X and Y. Those are, like, those are the three possibilities, right? And the remake of Diamond and Pearl, because it's their 10-year anniversary. Okay, so four possibilities. <laughs> I don't... I don't. I, I would say the Diamond and Pearl, though, rank lowest on that list. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> With the 20th anniversary, I don't know. I, I see Red and Blue kind of sitting up there, but maybe that's because that's what I want. Whereas, like, our, the sequel to X and Y seems more logical. Yeah. But at the same, same time, then why didn't they do it this year? Because yeah. I, I feel like it would have been very easy for them. Also, well, when they did Black and Black Two, White Two, um, they released it as the next games rather than wait, didn't they? 
Yeah, Black Two White Two was like the continuation of the story. Yeah, but they, yeah, they did Black Two and White Two as the next games instead of releasing a um, remake in between. Hmm. So, so wait, okay. So my thought process was just like, what if there was Evie as a starter? What would that be? And then I was like, it'd probably be the Rainbow version. And then I was like, oh dang it, <laughs> Steve diverted me with Splatoon. And what actually happened this weekend was that oh, I'm yeah. a person now in the nation. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't even talk about that. What the heck? <laughs> and like half a dozen other people in the Slack community. Right. <laughs> that is way more important than whatever Splatoon junk I did. <laughs> I can marry somebody in every state. It's cool. Anyway. That is cool. That should be that should have been the first thing I said. Uh, which yeah, just right. goes to show. Yeah, 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 man. Hey, it's like I'm in Australia. Person. Oh have no! None of that. We'll have none of that in Australia. Very much. <laughs> oh no! Oh my but, gosh! The amount of tweets and stuff and articles about people tweeting out, "Oh, America's going to hell. Moving to Australia. Like, we don't want you." We don't want you. <laughs> I like all the people that said they were moving to Canada, even though Canada. No, had... Canada's had gay. <laughs> like 2005. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Man, there were. It it was really polarizing, like on on any kind of social media, where most of the, most of everything was just like yay, and then every now and then you're like oh oh that's a person I never want to interact with ever again in my life. Yep, yeah, I was pretty good at that. It was good. Well, we want <laughs> we want to interact with our fans, so uh, I'll give everyone an email assignment. Uh, go ahead and email uh, sbj at pkmncast pkmncast dot com. And uh, email us your thoughts of what you think the next Pokemon game is going to be, whether that's remake of Red and Blue or Diamond and Pearl or sequel to X and Y or just maybe even a Gen 7. And then we'll read them out on the next show and we'll see who gets the most votes or who has a good argument or or whatnot um, for that. They probably have better theories than we did, honestly. That's right. Give us, give us something to talk about. Um, <laughs> and I'll see you then. Because this episode is not going to go up. <laughs> uh, and then we'll, uh, what we'll do is we'll take a quick break. And then uh, we got some item and some Pokemons of the week.
And we are back for our final segment, our final segments, I should say. Um, no, no more Wendy's talk for now. But uh, let's start with our po- our item of the week, which you can ever head over to PokemonCenter.com to check out. We are reviewing this week the Fennekin Poke Doll, standard size, six and a half inches. Now the Poke Dolls are more cartoony stuffed animal versions of Pokemon. They they don't try to be realistic. They kind of look. They're kind of more cartoony. I actually like the Poke Dolls a lot more. Yeah, in my opinion. They're not like the in real life right. Finnegan's. Yeah. They don't turn out to be like the disaster of like Mega Mewtwo. Because <laughs> <laughs> his poke his his pokey plush does not look that good. No. Uh so this has a average review of five out of five Pokeballs, sixteen reviews total. We'll read just a couple of them for you. Have um, you ever is has there been one that had like less than five Pokeballs? Uh yeah. Well, the bag we did yesterday, we did Timbuk two bag, and it had uh, it had three out of five. Mm. It had two five stars and two one stars. Oh man! Um, but uh, twelve ninety nine. Uh, this big eared Pokemon, the stunning Pokedile of the fiery Fennekin, comes in assertive red and yellow pattern and finds a home anywhere people love Pokemon. An assertive red yes. and yellow pattern. Uh, features it is one of the most recognizable x and y pokemon has bright red and yellow eyes oh sorry it's bright red and yellow i don't know where i got eyes from (laughs) Uh, and it's a fine addition to any fur friendly household i feel like they have a new bullet point person because these are like okay yeah they're decent (laughs) instead of uh this is a plush (laughs) (laughs) this color is yellow (laughs) Uh, has red ears. Yeah. Uh, we have um, five out of five, great quality, even better price by Jordan Watts, socially too old for this, from L- Laverne City. <laughs> I was impressed with the overall quality of this plush. The fabric is soft, and the transitions between the different sections are nearly seamless. The embroidery details are nice, finishing touch, uh, or nice a finishing touch on an already worthwhile plush. Was that review helpful to you, Steve? I think it was, yeah. I, I, like, when he says the transitions between different sections are nearly seamless, like, now I'm, like, zooming in on the transitions. <laughs> like, are they? And they are kind of pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, very nice. Do you guys want to read a review, or? Yeah, I got this one. Okay, cool. So cute, you'll die. <laughs> That's, I think that, this has been a review before, right? <laughs> Probably. Five stars, though. Yeah, well, you've never reviewed stars. this product, but you, you never know what these reviewers. Well, I remember Will freaking out about somebody saying, So cute, you'll die, as the title of a review. So, hmm. We'll have to see if our Lauk Finny Fanatic from Texas is reviewing a lot of stuff. That's the, that's the only review. Oh, well, never mind then. <laughs> Cutable death plushes everywhere. Yeah, it's true. So watch out. Of all the Finnegan plushies, this one is probably true to form for this Pokemon. What? (laughs) That's not a real sentence. Anyway, (laughs) the material used was very soft. I saw no defects out of the box. I've had this plush for quite a while now. Still looks new, like new to this day, and is quite the adorable little plush. This little one sits right next to one of my Arctic Fox plushes, 
an interesting combination, if I say. That's that's true. That's cool. You got like an ice fox and a fire fox. Go <laughs> you, man. I have no objections the to this fox is a real fox. animal. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he's, bridging, he's bridging the gap. Yeah, going to breed a new one. <laughs> we'll make Fennekin real. And then it'll just be a regular fox. Yep. Uh, I have no objections to this plush at all. I'd highly recommend anyone who loves Fennekin to look into this plush and compare their options with others. They use the wrong there. But yeah, Logan is so <laughs> critical of their <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to write reviews, you better be good at it. That's true. <laughs> I didn't use any Oxford commas. It's disgusting. It's yeah. also like he has some parentheses, but he uses a period inside the parentheses and then a comma outside, comma of, the outside of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm mad about that too. <laughs> That's awesome. Sean, do you want to read a review? Yeah, I'll take the last one. So, the burb. I. Oh, that's it. No last name. New York. New York. There was a smudge of dirt on it when I removed it from the package. But I was able to scrub it off with a damp cloth and soap. Okay. Otherwise, <laughs> it looks better than the plush in the display picture. It is incredibly soft, plush, and petite. I am very happy with this purchase. Shopping was fast, too. However costly it was, standard shipping was $9 for a $30 purchase total. Outrageous. <laughs> I guess it was worth the shipping cost, though it hurt a little. Flash sob. <laughs> they cried. So this this plushie has killed people and made them cry. It's worth five stars. That's true. Hmm. That's interesting. The lowest review on that plush was a four star. And it had nothing but five stars, so. It was a three star steak. Yeah, oh, that was three, three star? Mm-hmm. By oh, yeah. Shelby C. Charbolbafin. Yeah, I see it now. Mm. Wait, that, hey, I received this. The ears don't stand up. Yeah, I realize it doesn't sit up. Wait, it, it's saying that it just doesn't sit. Like, it falls over. That's their complaint. That's what I gave it three out of five. Maybe they got a defective one. Maybe. It looks like it sits. All yeah. right, it's got a big tail. I think you're doing it wrong if you can't get this thing to sit. We'll have to investigate. <laughs> only $30 <laughs> uh, let's move on to our um, our Pokemon of the week here another fire Pokemon Typhlosion yeah the Volcano Pokemon number 157 um, just like Snorlax that we did uh, yesterday 87.5% uh, male 12.5% female uh, that's actually the data general in the ratio, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I, I don't think any of the starters have anything besides that, right? It's always yeah, it's way always more male than female, I think. Yeah. Uh, we got 534 in base stat totals, with the highest being special attack at 109, and the second highest being speed at 100. Um, the two weakest stats are HP and defense being at 78. Weak to ground, rock, and water, pure fire type. Um, I believe uh, Sean has a moveset for you guys. Yeah. Uh, also, a little interesting bit of trivia there. It's the only fire type that's still a fire type when it's fully evolved. <laughs> All the others are like fire flying, fire fighting, and fire psychic now. 
Yeah, Delphox so, is fire psychic. Yeah, so it's the only one that stays true to its name. Uh, but yeah, so move set for Typhlosion. Um, it's because of its high special attack and relatively high speed. Uh, you want to be putting all your EVs into special attack and speed, and then the one leftover one point or four points you can put into pretty much whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, Preferably, probably defense, because that's the lowest stat, so it just brings it up a notch. Um, but yeah, and so, probably want to be putting uh, choice specs onto it, uh, because of the special attack uh, moves. Uh, as far as abilities, uh, it's got blaze and flash fire, which you couldn't actually get flash fire on it until the event ones. Yeah. <clears throat> that Gen 2 starter. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want blaze on it anyway in most cases. Wait, you don't want... What, flash fire is so good. Right? Yeah. It makes them invulnerable to fire moves and stuff. Right? Yeah, but... Uh, yeah. Nobody's really going to use a fire move on it anyway. Well, uh, just to, like, switch it out. Yeah, I, yeah, guess. I, guess, yeah I guess if you switch it in. Um, but, yeah, I mean, either way you can use... Either ability. Uh, but yeah, if you use Blaze with this moveset that uh, I'm going to pull out, um, Blaze will work well because uh, it gives it the attack or special attack increase. Or oh, sorry, cool. boost the power of fire moves when they have a third health or less. Um, yeah, so you want to be starting out with Eruption because mm-hmm. you can switch it in to something that it's not going to do any damage to it. Um, and just use eruption to kill stuff. Uh, then, when it activates its blaze ability, you uh, then switch over to fire blast and uh, hidden power grass, so that you can hit the warden Pokemon that come into it. And then your fourth slot, you want to either want to be using extra sensory or focus blast. Uh, focus blast obviously hits Pokemon that are weak to fighting. Yeah, fighting. Uh, so your rock so, guys, it's going to get him. Yeah. Whereas extra sensory hits all the fighting guys. I want to him. And also the other ones that are weak to psychic. Yeah. So yeah, I guess you could use flash fire if you've got the Pokemon for it. Uh, I I feel like flash fire would be more beneficial than doubles, maybe. I mean, yeah, you can switch out with singles, but. I always play doubles, so I'm always thinking like that's why I was like, "What? Something besides Flash Fire?" <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah I, I normally play singles, so. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean it, if you it would definitely not come into play out like. Oh, <laughs> if you want to use Typhlosion as a switch in with Flash Fire on, if you're running a Grass Pokemon, uh, and yeah, that would work as well. Yeah. I think, uh, given your moveset, yeah, the, the, I don't think Flash Fire would be that, like, you, it wouldn't proc too much in a single battle. But I'm, I'm always yeah. thinking of doubles. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely in in doubles, you'd want to use Flash Fire over Blaze, just because if they're going to hurt a Pokemon, they'll generally try and kill it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. The appearance of this Pokemon is mainly based on a Honey Badger. What? That's for real? It don't give a Bulbasaur. 
<laughs> it doesn't give any Bulbasaurs. Uh, it ran a Bulbasaurs a long time ago. As yeah, Sean stated before, the only fire type Pokemon that only fire starter type Pokemon that doesn't have a secondary type. Um, Typhlosion and Charizard, along with their uh, respective evolutionary lines, have exactly the same bas- base stat totals in distribution. Hmm. Uh, Infernape shares the same base stat total as Typhlosion. Typhlosion shares its species name with Quilava and Entai. They're all three known as the Volcano Pokemon. And additionally, they all learn Eruption, which makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you get a shiny Typhlosion, it's more of like a reddish purple than a blue. It's like he's faded, like he was in the sun too long. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty cool, though. Shiny. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely on the uh, older sprites, it looks way cooler as a shiny because it's more of a like a bright red and a faded brownie <laughs> red. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of like a brown in the newer ones. In Crystal, he had like purple flames, which is really cool. Man, that would be so rad. That's that's sixteen bit graphics, man. Yeah. Wait, was it the same? <laughs> Probably. I think it was for colors. I don't know. If there's any Gen 7 speculation, the biggest thing they need to change is get rid of all those green, shiny Pokemon. That would be great. Because <laughs> they're all the terrible. Of, <laughs> the amount of shiny Tauros I see that are all called, like, Lime or stuff like that, it's like, yeah, okay, that's great, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's our show for you guys today. Pretty much. We did such a good job. We discovered, we unraveled the mysteries about Australian Wendy's. We're, we're, we're being more multicultural now. <laughs> yeah, and now the, the overall accents of the show have gone up a notch, so that's good. That's right. Uh, so if you uh, don't know, or maybe you're a new listener, or you just haven't done so yet, uh, we are doing a Patreon for the podcast, so you can jump over to patreon.com slash it's super effective, and uh, by donating just a dollar a month, you can be in our Slack community, which uh, Sean is pretty active in. Yeah. If you ever need um, to know which Pokemon changes genders between evolving, hit me up. I, I am quasi-active in the Slack community. <laughs> yeah, Logan's not as much. You're there, though. Yeah. I, well, the thing is this. I use Slack at work, so I have to like change teams to get to the Pokemon mm-hmm. team. So Yeah, I switch between three teams at work. Mm-hmm. It's worth it, but also you could uh, you could uh, give five dollars a month and get cool stickers. Yes, which I think I'm getting my first batch of stickers that are Rotoms, right? Yes, yes, they're actually going into production probably next week. I mean, like I may have insider information. You could you should probably donate five dollars for the next set of stickers. Just I mean, it might be cool. <laughs> I think probably be cool. The next set of stickers are pretty cool. <laughs> I will say so myself, but mostly Logan will say so. <laughs> Logan, where can they find you? Uh, I am on Twitter all the time at Logan Jenkins. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Sean, where can they find you? Uh, besides the super awesome Slack community, uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Mally underscore Chief, M A L Y, Chief is spelled. Um, uh, if you want to play WoW with me sometime or stay on Steam or 
any of the other stuff. Generally, Mally Chief works. Um, yeah, if you hit me up on Twitter and then we'll sort anything out from there if you want to find anything. So, yeah. Awesome. Cool. You can uh, follow me on Twitter. It's at Dragging a Lake. You can follow the podcast at on Twitter. It's at Pokemon Podcast. And uh, as always, we're on PokemonPodcast.com. You can email me at sbj at pkmncast.com. Like us on Facebook or um, find us on SoundCloud or on iTunes or on Stitcher. We're all there hanging out. Um, and then if you haven't done so already, please leave us a review in iTunes. Uh, and that would be very helpful. We're trying to get to 500 reviews by the end of the year. But that's it. That's our show for you guys today. Thank you, Logan. And thank you, Sean. You're, you're welcome. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are super effective. <laughs> we are just Wendy's. Awesome. You're super Wendy's. 